<laughs> Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. Each Money Making Conversation talk show is about entrepreneurship and entertainment. I do provide the consumer and business owner access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. I like to tell everybody the Money Making Conversation interviews provide relatable information to the listener about career and financial planning, entrepreneurship, motivation, leadership, overcoming the odds, and how to live a balanced life. My next guest is a very, very popular film and television actress. You've seen her in movies like Think Like a Man, Think Like a Man 2, The Intruder, and Shazam. Up next, she'll star in Sony's Monster Hunter, which uh, will be released hopefully this year. I know we're in the pandemic year, so everything's kind of odd, but this movie, uh, Monster Hunter, is, uh, everybody's waiting to see that movie that she's starring in. She was recently seen on OWN's new series, uh, Girlfriends Check-In. I checked it out myself. <laughs> she wrote a game-changing relationship book with her husband entitled The Wait, a powerful practice for finding the love of your life and the life you love, which I love that title. She is a philanthropist, started the Greater the Greater Good Foundation with her sister, and an entrepreneur with good girl raps about making good. They're a multifunc- multifunctional hair accessory that can be worn when you are out and about, Work out a bedtime look. I am going to buy that for my daughter. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Megan Good. Hi! <laughs> uh, I, I, it's so funny, Megan. I saw the uh, the raps, right? And so, because I always, I said, I, I, my, my daughter was upstairs. I said, I said, her name's Christiana. I said, Christiana, get down here. I got to show you something. I got to show you something. She said, well, <laughs> you know, she's 22. Senior in college. I said, I think I finally found something because she comes down here with these these things on her hair, Megan. I be like, I just be staring at her going, this is not, uh, we do have money, baby. We do have a little money. <laughs> you can do better than that. And so I, I showed her this and she said, uh, dad, these, just, she picked out like three different options that we're going to buy. Just, just tell us about the whole concept. I'm just letting you know, as a man, I saw it. Dad, I saw it. I fell in love with my daughter. Picked out three of them, and I think they're just beautiful. You can, you can, you know, when she goes to the store, she can wear them. When she goes to the gym, she can work out in them. She can, thank God, she can go to sleep and wake up, and I'm not as terrified when she comes into the kitchen. <laughs> with, I don't know what she got on her head, Megan, but at least when she comes to the kitchen now with your your hat, your hair wrap, I'll be excited and thankful that she's my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Well, amen. amen. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I've got to tell you the truth now. I've been struggling with the head wraps this year. I don't know. You know, we, like I said, we got a little success making in our life, but the good girl raps that you have produced are my favorites now. Okay. Oh, yay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like super excited to create them because, you know, um, so one of my stylists, um, I have two, Maisha Oliver and uh-huh. Dr. Carey, and we created the goddess locks, the dreadlocks right. look together. Um, and so what happened was I was wearing the style so much and I was going to the gym, gym and trying to work out. And every time I did, my hair was flipping my face and then I'd be trying to wash my face and I couldn't sleep comfortably. And it was just like mm-hmm. a whole thing. And so we developed this wrap and it literally was like a lifesaver. And then the more I would wear it in workout videos, people would ask like, well, where did you get that? And what is that? And I was like, you know what? I just need to create a line and make them available and also just make it so people can choose like different styles and what better fits like, you know, however right. they want, want it to be. So that's really how it came about. And, uh, and it did really, really well. We, the first day we sold out on the first uh, run <laughs> collection and Congratulations. now we're on the second collection. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And mm-hmm. so uh, we're getting ready to start the third collection now. And the cool thing is like, 
you know, I, I'm able to see people's input like, oh, I would really love to see more of this kind of color, right. or that kind of color, right. or mm-hmm. more print or whatever. So mm-hmm. that's, that's the cool thing is like every collection, I really take people's input into account and try to create something that all women feel good and comfortable with. And even some men are able to wear them as well. So it's very well, I, cool. saw the, I saw some photos, you know, and of course, you know, if you have dreadlocks and things like that, and, you know, they definitely will be perfect for that. And I thought that was just, I, all I know is that, that when I saw it, I immediately liked it and I felt this was a natural comfortable look it could be jazzy you can wear them out you know to a restaurant you can yeah. wear them, you know you wear out to a, if you depending on the look that you buy or want to feel aware you can go out to a party with them wearing it so i really felt comfortable with the look and i just wanted i was excited about you coming on my show to discuss it and because as an entrepreneur you know we all have great ideas and so how you know you talked about the journey about it you know, because it was just your idea. What made it real, though? What made it like, okay, we let's do this? Because a lot of people stop at the idea because they don't think nobody's going to buy it or nobody's going to even want to show them how to produce it. Right. I mean, I was already working um, with another company. I, I was creating a line of flannels because, you know, I'm I'm an 80s baby. So in the 90s, right. you know, I was kind of, <laughs> yes, a teenager yes, and, yes. and flannels was always like a staple part of your outfit. So I was already creating a flannel line with my sister and mm-hmm. I where mm-hmm. the money that we were um, raising through the flannel line was going to our foundation. Right. And so I already had the relationship. And what I realized is, you know, once I was wearing my wrap, if people just kept asking for right. like, a year the, the question never stopped and people were always interested so i was like all right it's been a consistent thing people are into it mm-hmm. i think they'll buy it let's just you know give it a run and, and we'll see what happens and um and people really took to it really well so i was like okay well let's you know create even more and so it's it's been it's been really great because i know as a woman right. rather you have dread twists braids, big curly hair that you don't want to wash right. and style mm-hmm. every day or whatever it is. Like I know for a fact that this is a product that I would use and I wish I had had earlier. And that made me feel confident that somebody's going to get some great use out of this. So congratulations again. Uh, you know, when I look Thanks. at your, when I look at your career, like um, when I was managing Steve Harvey, when we started together back in 2000, the first time I really got to see you and introduce myself to you was the movie you got served. And um, that's way, you know, it's way back then, way back then. Just to talk about your your body of work, because you began starring in commercial at the age of four. And I've done over 60,000, 60, excuse me, 60 national TV commercial and an untold number of films and television shows. I just only mentioned a small amount of your success. In fact, I didn't even mention any of the television series that you've starred in very successful on. So how, uh, what has helped you to make that transition from a child? child star to an adult star because that's a hard make sometimes because you're so cutesy cutesy and when you become an adult people don't buy the cutesy cutesy or you don't mature correctly or you don't have the support system what has helped you megan um i think you know the first thing was like prayer you know when i was 19 i was i was struggling i still looked 15 16 and i and it was the first time in my life where i was like okay i'm seeing people around me getting work and i'm not getting work Mm -hmm. so the first time i prayed i was like all right god is this what i'm supposed to be doing and Mm -hmm. and here's the thing i'm gonna just put it on the altar and say i want what you want for me more than what i think i want for myself say that one more time now this is like in church now say that one more time come on now (laughs) I I want what you want for me more than what I think I want for myself. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was the first time I had gotten confirmation that this is the business that I should be in, but mm-hmm. that it's it's bigger than than 
you know, being able to do something that I love and I'm passionate about. It's bigger than being in an industry where people consider you celebrity, whatever it is. It's bigger than all that. It's really about using the platform that God is giving you as an ability to, as an opportunity to build the king, kingdom and to really be used in whatever way he wants to use me. So once I got that confirmation, that gave me the confidence to know that like, okay, so I'm going to be okay because this is bigger than me anyways. And, and I just kept trucking along and, and trying to make smart decisions. Right. Um, and, and, you know, show however I could like, okay, I'm becoming a woman now and trying to watch that, that balance. Cause you know, at that time there was all, all the men's magazines and I, I did a bunch of them, but I made I a conscious mm-hmm. effort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I did it, it was like, okay, so no baby, but that's, that's, no in a, that's, that's in a message no that we're, when you did them, we're talking about like the King magazines and all those type of magazines mm-hmm. and where, yep. but they sent a bad message or the incorrect message of who you or what your brand or who you represented. Don't you think? No, I don't, because I think at that time, that is who I was. And okay. Who I represented, okay, good. You know, mm-hmm. and I, mm-hmm. my thing is, like, I've, you know, I've, I've, I've come under fire a lot about saying, like, as a Christian, I don't mind being sexy. Okay. And I own that part of myself. I love that part of myself. Okay. Um, and what I realized, you know, my, my journey has been unique to, you know, I didn't grow up in the church, but my mother was always read your Bible, get to know God, have a relationship, not a religion with him. And so as I pursued a relationship with God, I got saved when I was 12. I got rebaptized when I was 19 on my own. So at that time, when I was doing the King magazines, the Black Man or whatever it was, and I was 21, 22, 23, right. mm-hmm. my feeling was like, I'm going to own who I am and right. be comfortable with who I am. But right. what I'm going to do is I'm going to go into a place that some would consider dark right. and I'm going to spread light. So if you look at each one of those interviews, not only did I not wear, you know, lingerie or bathing suits or do any back shots or anything that was too suggestive that I didn't feel comfortable in my spirit about, mm-hmm. but I also, every single interview, I talked about God. I talked about my relationship with God. I talked about being a Christian. Mm-hmm. I talked about there's a, there's a way to still be comfortable with your sexuality without overtly, you know, doing things that are really about look at me, look at me versus I love me. I embrace me. And so for me, it was, it was uh, walking a line of like, what feels right in my spirit that I'm not lying to myself. I'm being honest, like whatever God places in my spirit, I'm owning that, but I'm also not conforming to what people say a Christian should be mm-hmm. because I know my heart and, and I know who I am at the core and God knows me and we talk. So at the end of the day, I can do religious and I can do what people think I should do and who they think I should be, right. or I can own who I am in every season and allow me and allow him to guide me. And so that's what I did. And so I think my, my journey has definitely been an interesting one, but I've always been in tune with God through all of it. Um, That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And I'm I'm glad you're saying it. That's why I'm kind of like being quiet, letting you say your, your, your your conversation because people need to hear without interruption, the message you're trying to deliver. And that's important because of the fact that, you know, we, 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 we have a preconceived notions of who people are, just how they look or just how they dress. And that's what you're saying. Rashawn. Okay. I, I, I embrace who I am. But that doesn't mean I can't embrace my love of God or the respect that I right. have for him. And if right. you want to read something differently, but, but while you're looking at that photo, read the article. How about that? Right. <laughs> read right. the story. Open the book. Okay. 
and, and, and go through the, go go through the messages that I'm trying to tell the consistent values I'm trying to say. And I think for young people that that's important because especially with social media today, we can get caught up in likes and get caught up in in trying to we gotta look a certain way and pose a certain way in order to grow our fan base. And you're saying that mm-hmm. honesty, honesty with yourself is the key to that. That's what you're saying, right? Yeah, transparency. What people are gonna respond to mm-hmm. is you not trying to be anybody else but being yourself. The honest people who are gonna like you, dig you, that are gonna be your tribe and support you are gonna support the truest version of you. Right. So mm-hmm. I, I'm comfortable with knowing that at 10 years old, I was doing off-Broadway shows with drag queens, right? And I'm still a Christian. So awesome. the way I see the world, the way I perceive drag queens, the way I perceive a lot of things may be different than some other Christians, but I know that God allowed me to have that experience and mm-hmm. the mindset that I have when we talk about what's appropriate or what's modest. Well, my different, uh, my version of modest is going to be different than yours based on my upbringing. So as long as I own that and I, I lean into like, God, what do you say as it pertains to me? That's the only thing I have to do. And, and I try to encourage other people, especially young people, to do that as well, because they think that if you don't fit into a certain box, you can't. You have to choose to do that box and having a relationship with God or not having a relationship with Megan, God. Megan, do you have a podcast? Because do you have a podcast? No. I'm going to tell you something, girl. You, you, I'm telling you something. You know, I like to believe I recognize talent. Okay. You got, the, you got the acting down, Pat. But your motivational skill and your own point about what young people need to hear and old people need to hear, people in general, male and female, everybody, because your your conversation is welcoming to everybody. And if you have thought about doing a podcast, start. If you haven't thought, because I feel that your message and then, you know, it, it needs to be heard. If you just just think about it, like you said, you, you if you never, I'm pretty sure you've heard this before, just like the raps, you know, people kept telling you, girl, I need that. I need that. I need that. Well, Rashawn <laughs> McDonald's coming along going, you know, some um, excuse me, you need to be worldwide on your own platform where your message won't be interrupted and you can share and get other like-minded people who look like you or don't look like you and and be able to you know it's this is about love your message is about love i it is so clean when i hear you talk megan i it's amazing it it is like it's like drinking a, a, a good cold glass of water on a hot sunny day Oh, it feels good. Oh, it feels good, don't it? Oh my God, you go. Oh, I feel good. And that's when I hear you talk. It's so clean. There's no stuttering. There's no. There's no pause about no revelation. Well, let me think about it. It's just like when I said. Well, do you think that was against your brand? No, no, it was not. You, you did not like. You didn't like hesitate, Rashawn. I know who I am. And that is important when people get caught up, get caught up in the cyberbullying, get caught up in, should I look this way? Should I dress this way? And you're saying God defines you, believe in him, believe in yourself, and don't, don't, as they say, um, veer left or right. And that's what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. That's exactly what I'm saying. Cool. I think it's important that we, that we have a relationship with God where we hear from him for ourselves. I want to be in a position where if someone comes up to me and they say, I have a word from God, I can say, yes, I received that. My spirit agrees. I know you don't. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't feel your spirit. That's for me is not from God. And to have that type of confidence, I feel like that's how in tune with oh, God we have to be. Awesome. And when you're in that, when you're that in tune, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter that some people are not going to understand you because they're coming from a different place. You know, I'm telling you, when you're talking out there, when you, I'm sure you do public speaking. Oh, they passing the plate. They gotta be good. Girl! 
Preach. Well, this is for free. Preach. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is beautiful. I, I, I want to get to the book, The Weight. Uh, I, I read the book. I want to ask a couple of questions. That's some favorite lines I want to run by. But I got to talk about Shazam. Okay. When, um, you made an appearance in that. But it's one of my favorite movies. In fact, I, the, when, you, when you finally make an appearance in the other adult versions of the kids making an appearance, it's one of my favorite parts of the movie. But one of my, yeah. one of my most endearing parts is how you were able to be an adult, but you maintain mm-hmm. that childlike quality in your acting performance. Uh, that was, I mean, I, I smile every time I see it and I go, wow, you know, you, you know, you know, people are talented, but certain things that you can show goes, that's an extra gear of talent that she has. Yeah. Talk about that whole, what I'm talking about. And Shazam is a very popular superhero. You know, he says Shazam's a little 15 year old boy and he becomes this adult superhero care character. Well, along the way, you know, these kids are at this uh, foster home and, and you played your, your childlike character was a, a, one of the kids and you eventually in right. the, in the movie at the end, says Shazam and you became an adult version of your childlike right. character, but you still had those <laughs> childlike characters, characteristics. Yeah. Talk, talk to us about that. Maintaining that little, uh, reaching inside and hold, holding on to that little baby Megan. <laughs> well, ba- baby Megan is always in there, you know? Um, and I think, you know, it, 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 it might come as more of a shock to people just because, you know, again, like through my twenties, I was kind of like that sexy girl. So mm-hmm. people don't realize oftentimes that there there's there are a lot of different gears and that you know sometimes like for me through my 20s that was kind of one gear was like yeah that's the side of me you know but right. there's so much more and so the cool thing about Shazam was like I had started my I had started my workout journey like maybe barely two years before that because I told Devon I said babe I really want to be a superhero like I want to do like DC or Marvel and he was like that's great honey what are you doing to meet God halfway and I said, what? And my, mind you, I had my glass of wine in my hand. I'm watching my scandal or something. And he said, what are you going to be halfway? Right. And I was like, wow, you're right. Faith without works is dead. Okay, mm-hmm. got it. Mm-hmm. So I took my little self to the gym. I got a trainer. I changed my eating habits. Mm-hmm. I cut back on my wine. I started working out like five times a week for about a year and a half. And then I got this audition for Shazam. I didn't even know what it was. Right. Um, I had no idea it was a superhero movie. I was just going in there and being a seven-year-old. And then I get the call that I got the part. And I was like, so what is it? They're like, Shazam. I was like, oh, Kazam. With like Shaq back in the day. They're like, no, Shazam. And when I looked it up, I was like, wait, what? This, this is a DC superhero movie? And I like... I kid you not, I bust out crying. I was like in the middle of a strip mall. I was like, thank you, Jesus. Like I was like <laughs> full on crying outside of like a nutrition store. Like ran and told like the lady behind the counter. I was like, I just got a DC movie. And she's like, oh, okay. I mean, it's like, and it was crazy because it was the perfect thing for me because you know, this type of superhero where, where we actually are children, that right. hasn't been done yet. And it's a, it's a very fresh take and it's something that I can do. I've been doing little kid voices like my whole life. Right. People just don't always do that side of me. So it was like the perfect, perfect superhero for me and perfect kind of blessing from God. And, and also a testimony, a testament to like meeting God halfway and him saying, okay, here you go. Do the work and I, and I provide the way. And that uh, the opportunity, yeah. and you people, you'll be ready for the opportunity. You know, I'm gonna just tell you that I I've seen Shazam at least six times. I'm just a guy. I've seen that ending probably about ten times because it's just so cute. And when you and all the characters recognize, they go to adulthood. And when you, but somehow it it, it works so perfectly for you. 
you you got it now, Pat. Congratulations. I, I just want to just tell you Thank that. You. Just congratulate. It's it, it it it's it's believable. It's very cute. It makes me smile. Even when I'm talking to you about it right now, I'm smiling because it's just one of my favorite parts of the movie. And I can't wait to Sazam too, because I know that character is gonna be fleshed out a little bit more and we'll see it a lot earlier than the movie instead of the end of the movie. And I don't feel I'm giving away the movie if anybody has not seen it. Maybe you watch it now because when you get to that part of the movie, you'll be smiling just like Rashawn McDonald. Donald. I, I want to make a trans- <laughs> I want to make a transition to to uh, you and your husband uh, on the cover of the yeah. book, The Weight. First of all, compliments mm-hmm. compliments to both of you guys. Very attractive couple. Y'all look fantastic. Thank you. It's called The Weight, a powerful practice for finding the love of your life and the life you love. Mm-hmm. Why yeah. did you write this book with him? Um, it's interesting because the short version is. You know, when Devon and I got together, um, I just came out of a, a, a kind of a, a, a verbally abusive relationship. And it wasn't just the other person. It was both of us. We were not right. good for each other. But right. um, I literally said, Lord, what am I supposed to be doing? And he told me three things. He said, get out of that relationship. I need you to be celibate. And Devon is your husband. Mm. And I said, Devon, Devon. I was like, wait. And I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do? And God was just like, nothing. Just work on yourself. So from that point forward, I worked on becoming celibate. I wasn't, you know, successful immediately, but ultimately I was. And about um, a few months into it, about five months into getting that revelation, I told a friend of mine that Devon was my husband. And she said, oh, girl, she said, you, you know, he's a preacher, right? I said, no. And I said, well, I, 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 that would have scared me away. But I know what God told me, so it's okay. And I said, and I said, and you know, um, she said, you know that he's celibate, right? And I said, well, I'm celibate too. She said, no, girl, he's for real celibate. And I was like, wait, what do you mean? Wait, even for real, for real? For real, for real. Yes. So because he was preaching, he had been celibate for years. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, yeah, you and your, your few months, girl. Yeah, whatever. You know, but anyways. And so, um, when Devon and I got together, it was like, you know, it was, we were celibate for that, for our, our year together before we got married. Right. And it was the best experience of my life because I got to know him right. the way that it, it, like, I got to know him in like four months, the way it took me to get to know someone in four years. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's because there was no, there was intimacy in terms of like emotion and spiritually, mm-hmm. but there was no physical intimacy in that way. So really all I had to do was decide do I like you as a human being? Right. Do I enjoy being with you? Do I want to spend a lifetime with you? Are you are you about the same things in life? Are we going to the same place? Do we complement each other in their purpose? So all that stuff was so clear because there was no distractions that the reason we ended up writing the book is because people kept asking us about it. Right. And I, you know, would tell them the story, whatever. And they were like, we really would love to have a book about this. So me and Devon were like, I guess we'll just, we'll write a book, not to be preachy, not to tell people what to do, but to tell them what our experience was and to just to be transparent about that. And if it helps someone and blesses someone, great, you know, and it will, well, it, I believe it's helping a lot of people. There's, there's two things I want to bring out about the book. The weight is not about sex, but it begins with sex. It's a book about relationships. And one of my favorite lines in the book is this, um, the weight, the weight you stop is okay. In your book, the weight you stop, stop picking and choosing which parts of the Bible you will follow. I read that Mm -hmm. and I just bust out laughing because not only does, does that line apply to me. But so many people, we go, we'll do this. Mm-hmm. It's too much work to do everything. So I'm going right. to follow this over here. But as you say, you can't part-time follow God. Yeah. That's what you're saying, right? Right. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing is this, I think we do tend to pick and choose, and especially as it pertains to sex, because we feel like, well, you, Lord, you have to understand this part. You gave us desires. Right. You know, <laughs> you, you know we want to do it. You know all the Christians and the saints is doing it now. Come on. Right, and right, right. And you make excuses. Mm-hmm. You know, just like when I when I first lost my virginity, I, you know, I said, I'll wait till I'm going to get married. I lost my virginity at 19. Mm-hmm. And it was later than most of my friends. But it was also like, I was like, well, this is my first love. I'm going to marry him. So, you know, it's my husband anyway. And of right. course it wasn't. Right. Um, but I realized, you know, I, I lived my life like there'd be times where I, felt bad and I would like repent and I would not have sex for months. And then, you know, and it just, I realized that I was really picking and choosing and giving myself license instead of saying, let me just try to do the hardest thing that there is to do in terms of the commandments. And let's see how that goes. And what I realized is once I conquered that and I found that discipline within myself for delayed gratification and to not pick and choose, it, it gave me the freedom and the power to have more self-control over so many areas. I hated working out and, you know, I, I, it was never going to happen. Mm-hmm. And because of the discipline I learned from the weight is why I was able to work out, which ultimately resulted in Shazam and ultimately resulted in me about to be 39. I'm in the best shape of my life because my lifestyle changed because my discipline changed because of the weight. So it's not just relationships. It's, it's across the board. It changed it, my it really life, is. my career. Cause, my cause you guys got uh, what married in 2012, correct? What? We got to, yep, yep. And, uh, and, I, and I have to say, I'd have to say, like I said, I'm a fan of yours. I'd have to say that period between 2012 and now, I'd have to say it's been the most, the best part of your career. I, I don't want to sound insulting. I'm talking about the movies, the films, the the projects, your your brand, your 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 ability, your look, your glow. You know, when you're with your husband, y'all, you glow. And that comes back to discipline and honesty with yourself. And that is my that is one of the takeaways that I had with the book, The Weight. And uh, if you don't mind, uh, it's it's because uh, it, it's on my shelf at my, at my home. Like I said, I gave it to my daughter. She read it. And I have a home in Houston and Atlanta. I have it. I keep it in my Atlanta home. Uh, is, it, is it still available to be bought? The book? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. You can so, get it on Amazon. I mean, just about anywhere. Barnes Noble. Okay, cool. Okay. This pretty one, much anywhere, so yeah. So if you, if you feel a little surge in book sales, because Rashawn McDonald's going to do this. I have a 90,000 fan, fan club email newsletter that I send out every Friday at 9 a.m. I'm going to put this book in my newsletter. Okay? Uh-huh. And because Thank I you. feel that there's so many inconsistencies I've had in my life. And one of the things in doing money making conversations has allowed me to, you know, I, I made a lot of people famous. I laid, made a lot of corporations money in my life. But what I've what I've done is found Rashawn McDonald. And I just talking to you on this doing this interview is just so fulfilling to me because of the fact that you got it, mm-hmm. Megan. You 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 clearly are comfortable with yourself. You clearly are happy with yourself, and you're a beautiful person. That's that's a, that's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Wow, that blessed me. Thank thank you. Thank you for that. I, I you know, I have yeah. to be honest because of the fact that and I try to do this show and and and, and expose people be uh when I when I th- dropped the whole idea of money making conversations. You know, we may talk about your career, we may talk about these when the people come on the show, but I always want to pull back the curtain so people can just talk. And I don't play no music, I have no ambush questions. I just want them to just really talk and uh, this is going to be well received in my platform this interview and you're just special. I just want you to keep winning 
And uh, and I, I'd like to get your husband, Devon, on the show to talk about it. Like, yeah. I, I have something I call a power couples. I bring power couples on my show together so they can talk. And uh, that's a very popular series I have with Money Making Conversations. But more importantly, you know, you know, you, you, you made me happy. We're going to do Shazam too. You, you're coming back in that. You're staying in yeah. shape, so you're going to be ready for that. The Girl Girl Raps, we know we sold out in certain things right now, but we're going to get that up and running because guess what? I'm going to put that in my newsletter. That means sold out's a good thing. Make it sold out's a good thing. You have the Amen. good, great, a good foundation with, that you started with your sister. That's doing great things. And the and the weight is a blessing that I want to put back that, put out there in my platform to the world. 88% of my followers are female, and they need to hear the word. And the word is being delivered by you and your husband. And it's a written word. And guess what? The Bible's a written word. Not saying it's the Bible, but the reflections no, of what the, the, the reflections of what you're talking about are guided from the words. And that's important yeah, that people need is. to read and also share. And I want to thank you for calling my show, Megan. Yeah, I want to thank you for even thinking to have me and wanting to have me. And mm-hmm. And thank you for affirming me as well and pouring to, into me as well, because it, it seems like a small thing to say the things that you said, but it's not. And I really appreciate it. And I really receive it. And I thank you for having me. Well, my hands, my hands are put together. I'm bowing forward in a blessed state, or in a prayer-like state, because we, we will talk again in the future. Be safe during these pandemic times. Tell your husband hi. And anytime you want to promote, I might have them reach out and if they can get some artwork or something like that. I just want to put anything tacky out there, especially about your raps and all this stuff. We will stay in close with my staff to make sure that anytime you release anything, any movie, any sitcom, anything you do in television or as an entrepreneur or with your foundation, bring it to me so I can promote it. It's not about, I don't charge any money with my social media. I just want to spread love and let everybody know that you can win and you win it through relationships. And that's what you're preaching, young lady. Keep on preaching. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. We've been preaching on this show of money making conversation. <laughs> girl, be, self, be safe out there. Okay. We talk soon. All right. Yes, we will. Thank okay. you. All righty. If you want to hear more episodes of Money Making Conversations, go to moneymakingconversations.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I'm your host.